This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. The U.S. and Russia will meet again for another round of talks over the border crisis with Ukraine. The U.S. continues to assert that Russian forces are building up and an invasion of Ukraine will start at any moment. Conversely, Russia says it's pulling troops back from the border and repeating its claim of not wanting to invade Ukraine. The U.S. Department of Agriculture says there's a private sale of 198,000 tons of soybeans to unknown destinations. Rounding off prices at the Chicago Board of Trade, soybean futures are higher on Friday morning. The March contract gains a dime at 16.02 per bushel. March soy oil rises almost four-tenths of a cent at 67.19 U.S. cents per pound. March soy meal is up $2 at 4.51.20 per short ton. Corn futures are higher this morning. The March contract increases a nickel at 6.55 per bushel. Chicago oats are steady to higher, with the March contract unchanged at 7.15. The U.S. wheat complex is also on the rise, with Chicago March up 5.5 cents at 8.03.5. Kansas City March advances 11 cents at 8.34, and Minneapolis March is up 4 cents at 9.61. The markets in Canada and the U.S. will be closed during the day on Monday for respective holidays. They will reopen that evening. That's a look at the ice futures and the Chicago markets for Friday morning, February 18th. For Markets Farm in Winnipeg, I'm Glenn Halleck. Here comes the snow. Hmm, do you remember in the summer when I asked you to pick up an air conditioner and you said it's only hot for three days and then we had to sleep in the basement all summer? So do you think it'll only snow for three days this winter? What are you saying? We need a snowblower. I suggest you buy it now before Butler Farm Equipment is sold out. Butler Farm Equipment has blowers, blades, plows, and more. Everything to keep you out of the doghouse. Or in this case, an igloo. On 107th Street behind the Wholesale Club. The opinions expressed during this show do not represent those of this station. If you've missed any of this show, you can follow the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Now, an in-depth look at the news and information shaping our community. This is Moose Talks with your host, Doug Craig on Moose FM. Welcome to another episode of the program. Today we have one guest as we do this uh, show before the long weekend. Uh, He came up with this idea for uh, an incredibly ambitious a music festival that would take place at Centennial Park. Um, he's been working on it for some time. We kind of got to know it just kind of as the new year here uh, came around, and uh, he's since presented to the city uh, once asking for their help. They came back with an answer, said, well, we're, we want to help you, but uh, we're, we're not quite all in on this. Uh, to talk a bit about this festival, what it means or what it could mean for the city and kind of where we go from here, we're uh, very glad to be joined now by Dale Plord with the Energetic County Fair. Dale, welcome to Moose Talks. Thanks for having me. I feel honored. I, I think, uh, you know, in Fort St. John, this is sort of the platform that you know, you know you've made it when you're on Moose Talks, right? <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Dale. I'm blushing. All right. Well, let's get right down to the fair. Um, And we'll kind of start at the beginning with this. Was there something that inspired you to have this idea in the first place? Where did this come from? 
Well, this is something I've actually been doing a long time, and I've you know been back in in Fort St. John now for for two years. And what the inspiration was is actually to see what the the city and mayor and council have done as far as setting the stage, so to speak. Excuse the pun, but <laughs> with the investment in the park and seeing the stage there, and and then now coming out of COVID restrictions where we can have you know up to five thousand people with a with a you know COVID safety plan and such, but it's it's the safest place to be. And um, and then also looking at the the cultural center, which I actually as a teenager had a spent a lot of time with Sue Popescu in, in mm-hmm. orchestrating you know fundraising for that. And uh, so the, the community of Fort St John is also very responsive. I've put a lot of shows on here in the 80s and 90s and so to to uh, c- answer it quickly sorry for remember i like to ramble a bit but hopefully we got lots of time but uh what it is is it's actually city council i think are the the leaders in in that and in and 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 reading the cultural plan of the city and the and the community plan the master plan the official plan you know saying they want to attract festivals downtown and in and, and you know, watching the infrastructure grow and parking along a hundred street, and you know, not accepting necessarily the status quo of the cultural center and wanting to enhance programming there. And mm-hmm. it sounds that's a clear message. Like we need someone to step in and and program some stuff. We spent five million dollars, and and none of that money went to programming. So I thought, well, I'll raise the money from community business and people who I'll, I'll, I'll gather the resources and, and make this happen because I know how to. And I think knowing how to and, and seeing the infrastructure in place was my inspiration. Okay. So so you saw the park. It was finished. You saw what a great venue it is. And I mean, it is. It's it's wonderful to be there for the, mm-hmm. the few events we've been able to attend there since they did uh, kind of built the stage and whatnot. And you saw it as an opportunity to put on a festival, a, ver- a sizable festival uh, as well. Mm-hmm. I, I have to ask, though, I mean, you know, again, we've only... I'd say publicly known about this uh, for a couple months, certainly since you first presented to the city and council with the idea, asking them to uh, kind of invest in it as I, if I remember right, as sort of a presenting sponsor to help provide the space and all that good stuff. How long have you been working on this specifically? Has this been kind of since last year that you, you started working on the idea? About a year. Yeah. It's probably since January, 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, thinking that maybe coming out of COVID, we can, and and um, you're seeing everything unfold with with the infrastructure, and I, I definitely wanted to get involved and 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 do that. So I've been working on it for about a year now, and, and talking to entertainers and and uh, putting the plan together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, as I said, I mean, uh, it's very ambitious. Um, I don't remember exactly where it came from. It may have been one of your uh, posts about it. Uh, you mentioned names like uh, bringing in star power like Randy Backman. Um, you've posted on Facebook about uh, getting people kind of behind you. You've used pictures of, uh, you know, a, a star like Brad Paisley uh, as, as one of the pictures, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is very ambitious, or it seems very ambitious, I would say, for a place like Fort St. John. So uh, what do you think it would take, and what do you think, you know, what do you think it is about this town and maybe about your idea 
that you could bring somebody with that kind of star power to headline uh, a festival like the Energetic County Fair in, in Fort St. John? Well, I've talked to uh, a few of my industry colleagues who actually have done shows at the Encana Event Center. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, well, you know, we're, we're, and they told me that probably 70% of their tickets are sold in the Fort St. John area. Oh, okay. Um, being a si- much sizable, more, you know, larger community than, you know, and it, it's only an hour drive, so it's a little bit inconvenient, but it's it's there and it's a beautiful facility and and it's done a lot for our area. So I'm thinking, well, we don't have an Encana Event Center, but we do have that beautiful space, which is approximately it's actually got a larger capacity than in Canada event center if you if you go by square footage but um we have that there and we and we, we should develop that and make it work for us even if it's and i and and the concert promoters are, are definitely open to it i mean they, i said you know your big summer tour whether it's you know bob dylan or you know that that they've brought into the in Canada. well what if we could do it here i said i'll work you know, I'll, be, I'll be your guy on the ground here, and we'll use the Energetic County Fair as, uh, you know, or Toby Keith or Brad Paisley, whoever that may have been there, Reba, or you know, shows that they have done there, and you know, they love they love the area, and they know their ticket sales are coming from Fort St. John, so they're absolutely all about it. Do you think uh, a, a festival like that could work in a place like this because um, people have a little more disposable income? And, and, and mm-hmm. so they have a little more money for entertainment. Do you think that's part of the reason that it could work when we seem like maybe, uh, you know, if I be you know a little bit um, cynical about it, we seem like we might be too small for a festival that brings in that kind of star power. Do you think that's part of the reason this could work? Definitely. It would be a big deal. And I think it would get a lot of attention. And that was going to be... Um, one thing I actually enjoyed about doing shows here, whether you know it was at the Northwoods Inn or the arena in the past, like the, the, is you didn't have to do much advertising because you you know you put, put some ads on the radio and, and, and give out a few tickets and everybody knew about it. And, mm-hmm. and that's when we had a population of um, you know 13,000 or 12,000. Um, you know, we could easily fill the North Peace Arena, which was 3,500 people, and um, like like that, and, you know, and, and have big names like I said, John Denver and Tanya Tucker, that that, that, that Sakamoto brought in, and I, I worked on those shows, and um, that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. That was you know, a lifetime ago for for many people, and. Um, and the and the and the hunger's there, and Fort St. John does support, but we need to inspire the investment and business to to do that as a culture of you know being the city, and and it looks like you know Marin Council is you know they they're my inspiration, and and that's where we're gonna go. Okay, I gotta support them, man. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Was there other cities, other towns, other festivals you saw that were maybe? Uh, you know, similar to the idea you had, you know, you have a big headliner and then you kind of showcase local music as part of it that kind of inspired you or maybe put some wind in your sails and saying, you know, 
we could do this here because it works there. Was was there other cities like that you kind of compare us to that you say, well, they can do it, so can we? Yeah, actually, there is. There's one in particular. It's the Magnificent River Rats Festival in Athabasca, Alberta. Mm-hmm. It's a small little town. They've only got 2,700 people population, so about a tenth of the, the population here. And they run a very successful festival, and they have since 1996. So, um, And, you know, they've actually had Randy Bachman there, I think, in 2003 or four. No kidding. And... and um, so they have a, a similar thing, a Friday and a Saturday, but they do it. That's their Canada Day celebration. So they actually have a parade and a festival and fireworks and, and the concerts and and the car, a big car show as well. And, and a lot of people come from Edmonton. It's about two hours north of Edmonton. And what a boost. I mean, if you consider, you know, they have three to 5,000 people in their their city center park. It's called Riverfront Park. And they've actually built a stage on the park. Um, much like we have, and um, um, they're a big inspiration because they actually have more people attend the concerts than there are is population in this in the town. <laughs> so during the so concert, everybody's the, there. The the essentially the during the concert, the population doubles in size while with all the people attending, and and everybody's there, kids seniors and they're enjoying the beautiful grass they bring their lawn chairs their camping chairs or a blanket and they plunk it there for the day and they come and go and and that's their spot and and boy what a beautiful thing it's just everybody's there and it's like it's like old home week you know and that's that's it's just the community spirit is just everybody's there you know you could be there's 90 year olds that are there and 15 year olds that are there dancing in the grass and and watching and sit laying on the grass and there's nothing more beautiful than that wonderful so that that's actually they've nailed it mm-hmm. okay well uh we're talking with dale plort with the energetic county fair the proposed energetic county fair today on moose talks uh, when we come back we're going to talk a bit about uh what uh, has happened with the mayor and council kind of what they've said to dale about uh, going forward on this uh at least kind of for the near future uh so that and more coming up on moose talks right after this Moose FM's two-day sale is back, but only until the end of the day today. Now is the time to use Moose FM to reach your customers in 2022. You can purchase ads for only $17. That's a saving of almost 40%. Or book a two-hour remote for only $249. You can use ads from now until the end of April, but you have to act fast as this deal expires at 4.30 today. Book your time right now by calling 250-787-7100. Moose FM, your locally owned and operated radio station. Hi, I'm Lindsay, and I'm here to help you understand what the heck goes where when it comes to sorting your garbage and recycling at home. Recycling shouldn't be hard, and that's why the City of Fort St. John is offering tailored tools to make sorting your garbage and recycling easy and convenient. Watch your mailbox this month for an updated What Goes Where brochure and stickers to attach to your curbside carts for quick reference in a rush. We all have a role to play in reducing the amount of waste produced in our region. Help us protect the places and the people we all love. Download the WasteWise app to find out what goes where, available for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play or visit fortstjohn.ca for more information. 
If you feel like you're drowning in debt, just know you aren't alone. The licensed insolvency trustees at Beverly and Associates have helped over 10,000 people in northern BC put debt behind them for good. They proudly live in the north and have been helping the area for over 25 years. Consultations are always free, whether it's over the phone or in person. A fresh financial start is closer than you think. Visit DebtHelpBC.com for more information. We are Beverly and Associates and we can help. Right now, enjoy a medium McCafe premium roast hotter iced coffee for $1 plus tax. Made with 100% ethically sourced Rainforest Alliance certified beans. For a limited time at participating McDonald's. Not valid with flavored iced coffee. Prices exclude delivery. Since 2009, Daniel Gord has been taking care of all your custom jewelry needs in Fort St. John. You know Daniel from DNG Jewelry and Carter's Jewelers, and now he's excited to introduce Daniel Gord Goldsmith. Available by appointment only, Daniel is looking forward to continuing to serve this community by redesigning your jewelry using old material and gems to make it into one of a kind, more modern piece of jewelry. To learn more or to book an appointment, visit danielgordgoldsmith.ca. Date night is important. It's a time to connect, a time to disengage from work, your phone, and spend time with the one you love most. Now that more businesses and restaurants are open, you've the chance to paint the town red with your favorite person. All you need to do is tell us why you deserve a night out. The more detail, the better. Then you'll be entered to win a $400 date night package courtesy of the Hairbin, Olio's Pizza, Carter's Jewelers, and Precision Customs. Winners are announced at the end of every month. Go to moosefm.ca slash contest for your chance to win. Watch this show live on Facebook or download the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Welcome back to the show. I'm Dub Craig. We're uh, joined by Dale Plord. He's behind the Energetic County Fair that uh, we've been talking about on the show and in the news. And uh, he's been talking in front of city council about it as well. If I remember right, Dale, you kind of went to them first uh, with this idea in early January or mid-January, and then you've since gone back and they've uh, kind of given their answer, um, which is more complicated than I'm going to make it seem, but essentially they said they didn't want to be the presenting sponsor of it. Um, they they also said they don't think Centennial Park is kind of appropriate for a venue, but they want to work with you to see what they can do to help you out and to help make this a reality is that uh, would you say a fair assessment of kind of what they say and and uh, do you I want to speak to more ex- of that i think that's exactly and um you know there's there's a lot of hoops to jump through and a, and a lot of boundaries that they the city has to function within um and yeah I, i'm honored to have that support of, of marin council to to be able to move to the next step and, and do a bit more research and find out where is the best location and and you know look so you know i'm going to meet with staff and Mm -hmm. um and identify those and and check off all the boxes and see what our options are and 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 see what the next report will bring Mm -hmm. now i mean i've called this uh, ambitious a couple times and i would say you're probably a fairly ambitious person for you know coming up with this idea and whatnot i mean what was your would you say you were kind of expecting city to say we have the, there might be some of these more hoops you have to jump through or was your were you really hoping all along they just say yeah we're in 100% let's do this uh, kind of as is um of course that would be that would be my hope and mm-hmm. you know con- and especially seeing all the 
the millions of dollars in the and not accepting this, the status quo of say like the cultural center programming. It, it looked like programming was a really like it, I I thought it was a, a gift, mm-hmm. um, and it was to be thank you. Uh, <laughs> but and I think and I think it is still seen as that. However, there's a structure to run under and a process. So, you know where it came to where I came to council the, the second time after well, I did the presentation came from applying for the permit and a staff going back to me and saying, well, we're not, we can't approve this without going to the mayor and council. So that's what inspired me to mm-hmm. cause me to do that. But, um, no, I, I've, uh, done many events that much larger, actually even on the board of directors for the heritage festival at Edmonton, where we have our biggest year was 700,000 people in three days. Mm-hmm. Um, go through the park on the grass there and and they have an infrastructure in place that it's actually much easier you need this 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 and this you're approved as long as you do this 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 and this Mm -hmm. and it's you know you do those things and you know you can set you can set your date and you just go through the process and 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 those things are always expected you know insurance and uh, you know, parking plan and safety mm-hmm. plan and first aid plan and weather plan. Like those things are always there. But um, so, did that answer your question? <laughs> I think so. I mean, you you said something interesting though, because you said they kind of already have the infrastructure in place in Edmonton uh, for for mm-hmm. Horlack Park, where if I remember right, that's where Heritage uh, uh, the festival yeah. takes place. Mm-hmm. Do you then think that maybe you're a bit of a trailblazer in that? You, how this goes sort of sets a precedent for future people who want to use the space at Centennial Park for a festival like this. And that maybe part of the challenge of this is that this is the first time the city's had to um, grapple with something of this kind of scale before for Centennial Park with the new infrastructure there. Right. Yeah, it definitely is. And, you know, after we get through year one and, and, you know, everyone, you know, sees how the success of it mm-hmm. and the templates will already be there. It'd just be a matter of doing it again. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's me. So yeah, it's definitely going to be a lot more work the first year than, than years going on. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the, the later years would be a bit more of a breeze. Then I have to ask you mm-hmm. then uh, kind of what's, what's next for you in this process. The city said they're going to, you're going to meet with staff. You're going to kind of go through what you maybe they can do to support you. Uh, do you have dates for that? Do you know kind of what exactly is going to be happening next? And, and what does Not that mean yet, for you in planning it? It means I'm, I'm, as far as my timeline, as long as we figured it out by the end of March, we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's realistic. Um, I think, you know, staff's currently tied up with uh, the High on Ice Festival. And so we got, you know, we got to get, get through that and make sure that that's a success. And then, you know, the cleanup of that. And then I think, so hopefully, you know, next week or the week after, I'll be able to, to have a meeting with with. with staff and and start the to look at all the options Mm -hmm. do you in your mind have is there in your mind room to compromise on the idea at all if it can't be this big but it can be this big you know maybe a scale down a bit is that something you'd be working be willing to work with or or do you kind of you think the point of this has to be 
partly that it's the scale that it is. To me, it's a very small scale. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing it as a tiny little event. Um, you know, uh, you know, having a Friday night show in Centennial Park with a, a few thousand people is is to me a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not really that many people like, but when you're not experienced in, in crowds and parks and and sizes of spaces, those numbers might scare you, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you say 5,000 people, Oh my God. Well, in fact, it's probably half of Centennial park, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's not even full at that point. It's like, we're not, there'll still be lots of area. But to me that, you know, someone that has never done it, and hasn't seen what a hundred thousand people looks like in a park. You know, it's such a small thing, and um, you know, as far as and especially with the, the you know the daytime and, and being a family event as well. It's uh, so yeah, the the the, the scale is to me is very small, mm-hmm. and it's 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 no bigger than. Let's say the Fort St. John Flyers being in the playoffs, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and or the or the Huskies, you know, the, the arena is full. It's twenty five hundred people, and you know, it's not that many people. There's a parking lot's full. They go in, they enjoy it, they go home. It's, it's not a big. Oh my God, what are we gonna do? You know, right? Like it's just, they go to the hockey game and then they go home. Mm-hmm. Just like with the Encanta Event Center having fifty five hundred people in there for a show or. Or six thousand people with with the with the with the ice surface. They they go and they park. They go enjoy the concert and then they go home. Mm-hmm. Right? It's we've been doing this, uh, you know, as a, a culture for as a human race since since the you know the days of the Romans where they'd get a hundred thousand people in the stands and you know sixty thousand people at Commonwealth Stadium for a. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. We just just keep it simple. It's it's small, <laughs> you know. There's much bigger uh, things that happen, and and we don't have to get that excited. We just have to. In any type of leadership role, you have, you, you just have to demonstrate the way and mm-hmm. how we do it, and and then oh okay, I understand that, and, and this is, this is what it looks like. This is the impact on the grass. I've got you know four or five examples of of that, including Horlack Park, where after a hundred thousand people walk on that grass in a day, what does it what does it look like a week later? Well, it looks the same. It rains and it's grass and it you know. Mm-hmm. So, but when you don't know that, like for a fact, like you've never experienced that, it can be it can be quite overwhelming and scary. So I, I completely understand that. It's just a matter of education and demonstrating. And and working with people, you know, collaboratively and, and, and teaching them, you know. I do. You can't expect just because you're a city staff member that you're going to have know all the answers. You, you know, I can I can imagine the overwhelming, oh, my God, 5,000 people, you know. I'm empathetic to that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure. You can't expect that they're going to know. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, Dale, uh, I really appreciate you taking some time to chat with us uh, about this today. We're going to be following this story closely. I know I'm one of many people in this town who's very excited to see uh, what happens with this going forward. So again, thank you so much for coming on the show to chat with us about this today. Oh, you're welcome. 
And if you want to help, Dub, let me know. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, that's Dale Plord. Uh, he's behind the Energetic County Fair, the proposed fair. Uh, we'll be following this story closely. Uh, we'll be right back to wrap things up here on Moose Talks right after this. Hi, this is Dan Holtman, General Manager at Murray GM. Buying a new vehicle can be challenging and frustrating in today's market. Some advanced planning can help you get the vehicle you want and save you time and money. At Murray GM, our trained sales professionals will help you factory order and customize the vehicle of your choice. Factory ordering a vehicle is a way to get the exact options you want without having to pay for all the options you don't want. Save time and money and place your factory order today at murraygmc.com. Here we see the Canadian moose preparing to hibernate for the winter. This massive creature will soon take shelter within the trees, too. Wait a minute, moose don't hibernate, and neither do we. The Backcountry Winter Cruiser will be out in the community all winter long. We'll be busy roaming around the Peace Region this winter, checking out local events, fundraisers, and much more. Do you have an event you want us to check out? Email us at cruiser at moosefm.ca. The Backcountry Winter Cruiser. Powered by the North Peace Leisure Pool, Magmar Maintenance, Home Hardware, Micro Consulting Sales and Service, and Mechanics staffing services our community first this is moose talks with dub craig on moose fm our thanks to dale plore for making some time to chat with us today on the show if you missed this episode and you want to watch the video version of it it will be available shortly on the moose fm and energetic city.ca facebook pages for your review if you'd like to listen to the audio version of it well you can listen to that and so many more podcasts over at energeticcity.ca slash podcast. We've got Voices of the Peace and Before the Peace and uh, several episodes of each for you to listen to there. So you got some time, you want to listen to audio, check out energeticcity.ca slash podcast. Well, that does it for this episode. Uh, Trey Lopashinsky is the producer. I'm Dub Craig. <laughs> Take care. Join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another episode of Moose Talks, a weekly talk show about Fort St. John and the North Peace. Here we see the Canadian moose preparing to hibernate for the winter. This massive creature will soon take shelter within the trees, too. Wait a minute, moose don't hibernate, and neither do we. The Backcountry Winter Cruiser will be out in the community all winter long. We'll be busy roaming around the Peace Region this winter, checking out local events, fundraisers, and much more. Do you have an event you want us to check out? Email us at cruiser at moosefm.ca. The Backcountry Winter Cruiser. Powered by the North Peace Leisure Pool, Magmar Maintenance, Home Hardware, Micro Consulting Sales and Service, and Mechanics staffing services energetic country saw the man in black spotlight in the air heard a thousand screams saw my daddy stare feel like i've been running since the day that i was born eagle on my back Phoenix on my arm. This goes out to the drifters and all of the dreamers ready to fly. All those wanna be rock stars lifting their guitars and painting the sky. And all of the world.
with Moose FM. Now that's time well wasted. Off-white 350 Farmer 4 Gotta pump the throttle Gotta slam the door Pulls right, but it'll pull anything Sounds good Man, it drinks gasoline. Cherry mark on the seat from a camel crush. And that pregame burnt CD's still stuck. There's plenty of shined up Chevys rolling right off the line. Yeah, but they ain't got nothing on mine. Cause they ain't making new old trucks. Can't fake the fade or the rocker panel rust. Dance from a fence post that didn't see coming. Scratch on the hood from a know about it, Dirks. Seen the beach, seen the creek, seen the Bible bell. Sunrise after all night raising hell. Didn't break down when I did. Never gonna find another one like this. Cause they ain't making new old trucks. Can't fake the fate or the rocker panel rust. Dead from a fence post I didn't see coming. Scratch on the hood from a Levi buttons. Daddy had it for the first hundred. I drove the rest, wouldn't sell or trade That many miles of memories for a million bucks Cause they ain't making new 
country is just across the border at the Fairview Ski Club and the Whispering Pines Ski Hill near Worsley. Conditions are great and the hills are welcoming their BC neighbors to come and enjoy the ride. Visit SkiFairview.com and SkiWorsley.com and follow on Facebook for their hours of operation and rental fees. Fairview Ski Club and the Whispering Pines Ski Hill, Northern Alberta's best kept secret. Personal, powerful conversations that deserve to be listened to. Before the Peace is a new podcast now available on all major platforms that highlights Indigenous voices in the North Peace of British Columbia. Before the Peace takes you on a journey through missing and murdered Indigenous women, intergenerational trauma, identity, the first settlers before the peace, and more. Thank you to Steve and the crew at Troyer Ventures for funding such an important project. Subscribe today at energeticcity.ca slash podcasts. Wash your car in one click with the new Co-op Car Wash app. There are two ways to save using the app. Get a subscription for up to four washes per month at almost half the price. Or purchase five single washes and get the sixth one free. There are two ways to save at the 100 Street Co-op Car Wash location. The choice is yours. Download the Co-op Car Wash app today and use code CARWASH5 for a discount. What's all this stuff? Oh, I'm just making a pile to be recycled at FSJ Return It. I'm pretty sure they don't take all this. Sure they do. They accept small appliances. Thanks for listening to this EnergeticCity.ca podcast. EnergeticCity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join.